up and running and up on the feed and do all that stuff. And I got a lot of stuff on my mind. So I thought maybe I could run it by you guys today and I could allow our Facebook audience to ask questions and do all, all that type of thing as well. So if, you, if you've got anything for me, uh, we, we may as well fire away here. Again, I'm kind of breaking in some, some new equipment. If you, are, if you are logged into Facebook right now, um, can you guys just confirm to me, somebody there, that you can hear me okay? Because I'm testing out new microphones, and then I'm going to get going because I do have some stuff to monologue about here when it comes to Iowa State football. But we're going to start doing a lot more, and I've, I've been talking about this on Facebook Live. We're going to start doing – this is going to become more of a part of um, – you know what we offer at Cyclone Fanatic, and we're we're working on some new video equipment, and it should all be up and running by the end of the season. All right, thank you guys. We we appreciate that. Um, everybody's saying that you can hear me just fine. That's good stuff. All right, um, want to get I want to get started. And Rob Gray and I are going to do what's called the rundown. We'll start doing that on Tuesdays probably next week if not it'll be on game week we're kind of working on just our new podcast um, schedule for the upcoming season this will kind of serve as the rundown for this week but i'm really excited about some stuff that we've got ready for you guys we're actually going to be for too long and i don't want to give away too much information yet because i want them to be able to make the announcement but we're going to have our first ever like all female Podcast at Cyclone Fanatic in the Cyclone Fanatic Podcast Network. To me, that's a it's a really big deal. Um, I I think it's been a long time coming. Um, women can talk sports too, and we've got a couple of women who um, I think are really going to do a awesome job for that. So we'll be launching that here coming up um, on Thursdays this year. Um, so tomorrow is the big day where sports gambling will be legal in Iowa. I don't want to go too overboard with that. However, I would like to um, start moving a little bit in that direction. So I'm going to be doing a Thursday podcast. It's just like this, just you guys and me, where I'm going to be able to give like really in-depth looks at the up. Cause I don't get to do that very often anymore. I've become a much more analytical thinker the older I've gotten and with my radio show I don't really get to do that type of stuff it's more you know quick everything's quick drive time radio that's how it's built and I've I found that I um, have like this yearning to to go more in depth on stuff specifically Iowa State football so that's what Thursdays are going to be now I'm going to be doing a lot of like gambling stuff on the big 12 because I think it there's going to be much more of an audience for that than there has been in the past. So look forward to that. A lot of the same stuff stands and fits. You're going to be getting a lot of the same stuff. Instant reaction Thursday night radio show, as you've come to expect over the years. But yeah, I'm excited. We'll, um, we'll be, we'll be letting go of that entire network. Um, the, the network schedule here coming up and probably the next week, I'm still waiting on uh, baby number two, that is literally going to be here any second. So everything in my life's kind of been on hold just a little bit, but um, we're still getting ready for the season. So 
now that we have that out of the way, one other thing I wanted to get to is our kickoff party, which is coming up on the 24th. Um, that'll be at Barntown Brewing out in West Des Moines, and that'll start at 2 o'clock. Uh, really uh, hitting close to home. Um, I am I am very proud of my hometown. I love my hometown. I love where I'm from. Uh, you, to be uh, in small town USA, everybody's like family, and there's a family there who my family goes way back with uh, that's going through a hard time. And we're going to raise money for them to help their daughter fight cancer uh, coming up on the 24th. And it's going to be awesome. I've got all sorts of sweet stuff. Niang sending me gear. Um, We've got uh, Matt Thomas is sending some stuff. Um, Matt Campbell, Steve Prohm, Bill Finley, Kevin Dresser, TJ Otzelberger. I think some stuff from Greg McDermott. We're going to have so much stuff to give away on the 24th in the raffle and I'm breaking news here breaking news right here the new Cyclone Fanatic themed beer at Barntown for the upcoming football season will be called uh, we're a little self-deprecation here upon further review taking a jab at the Big 12 officials I love it I think it I think it's perfect Pete at Barntown does a phenomenal job of drawing the little, um, you know, the the deals on the cans. Like, he's a really good artist, so that'll be really cool. I'm looking forward to seeing what he comes up with. So that'll be, again, next um, a week from Saturday, 2 o'clock at Barntown Brewing. All right, um, going to roll through this. I have some stuff on my mind with Iowa State football. If you guys have particular questions here on Facebook, I will be glad to take your um, questions as well. Probably go until about 1.30 or so. I want to start off... Um, I want to start off with a conversation I got onto on Twitter with some fans yesterday. And it had to do with the um, quote-unquote replacing David Montgomery and Hakeem Butler. I um, That's a really big word like replacing those two. I don't think you like can technically replace either of those guys right now. And here's why Um, I have a hard time. I know this is like a new era of Iowa state football, respect all that respect what Campbell's doing, but literally since Troy Davis Iowa State hasn't had a player leave early for the NFL draft since Troy Davis. Lose two of them last year. Does that mean that Iowa State just quit recruiting? No. Does that mean that there's nobody ready to go? No. But I think it's fair for critical thinkers to go, okay, Hakeem Butler is six foot six or six four or whatever he was, an absolute matchup nightmare for Big 12 cornerbacks. You had a freshman quarterback who admitted on Monday night that when he got into trouble last year, he'd just throw it up and 18 would run underneath it. That is a valid concern when you're looking ahead to the 2019 Iowa State football season. I don't care. I don't care how much Kool-Aid 
you're drinking right now, and Lord knows I've had my fill. It's a valid concern. I think that one more than 32. David Montgomery is going to be a hell of a pro. He is going to have a hell of a rookie year for the Chicago Bears. We're already seeing it in the preseason. But I think you can do more as a play caller. Um, I think that it's easier to, if your offensive line improves, which Iowa State's will, you can call some different run blocking schemes. Like, There's so much more you can do. When you have Hakeem Butler, you throw it up and he runs underneath it in the college game. Now, he won't be able to do that in the pros. He should have come back for his senior year. I said that at the time. But my point is, like, I, I, I think it's a valid concern when you look at the receivers and you, you're critical about replacing Hakeem Butler. I think there's a lot of ways Iowa State will do it. I think the tight ends are going to have a huge year. I think all three of those guys are going to be focal points of the offense. But, yeah, I mean, I, I got into – I was a little bit surprised that I had to – not defend myself, but defend anybody who, I don't know, is a little bit skeptical of the offense heading into this season. Uh, it helps that for the first time really since, what, Austin Arnott or Brett Meyer probably, where you're like, Iowa State has a legitimate returning car- quarterback that's proven and you, that you feel really good about. But again, like I, I think that there is something to prove there. When you look at the wide receivers – um, Petway is a guy who from the the transfer from Arkansas, and I I, I mean he looks the part. Um, let's let's not act like he was, you know, setting the SEC on fire last year. He wasn't. He played on a really bad team. What kind of habits has he brought? I don't I don't, I don't know. I'm not privy to be there. Um, you've got Tariq Milton and Deshante Jones. I love both of those guys and think the boy really good. But they're not 6 foot 4 matchup nightmares on the on the edge. It's a, it's different. So just can we be just a little bit critical? That's all I want. Like I my biggest fear for this season is that Iowa State goes 8 and 4, which would be really good. And We've got pissed off fans about it. Because I, I, I saw yesterday a guy who covers college football on the West Coast, and he had Iowa State ranked eighth in his preseason poll, which is fine. Iowa State deserves preseason recognition. Iowa State fans don't have to apologize for that. You shouldn't have to. It's a good football team. You have one of the best young coaches in the country. One of the best young quarterbacks in the country. One of the best defenses in the country. Iowa State's a good football team. I don't think they belong to be... I don't think they've proven that they're the eighth-ranked team in the country. But you know what? You know what the great thing is? Nobody's proven anything. It's August 14th. So you don't have to defend that. But what I don't want to happen is, you know, these these expectations for guys... Like, the defense should have expectations, I think Brock Purdy should have expectations. Uh, should should Joseph Skates? Never seen him. Should Real Mitchell? I don't know. I've seen him line up one time. 
was a wide receiver in the Alamo Bowl, and he didn't touch the ball. There was a penalty. You guys get what I'm saying? Like, let's enjoy it. You don't have to apologize for it. Have fun with it. But I also think it's it's healthy to be somewhat skeptical of unknowns. I guess that's my only point. It was weird. I found myself like having to defend that yesterday. It was it was weird. <laughs> Ryan says that he's not here for the pessimism. Kool-Aid me, bro. Hey, I'm still chugging the Kool-Aid, baby. If it weren't 1 o'clock in the afternoon, I'd be chugging you a bush light, my man. But I just like... I don't know. The it, it, I must be getting older. I just need to see... I just need to see it, I guess. Now, if you want the Kool-Aid, I'll give you the Kool-Aid. Because I'm a tight ends guy. More ways than one. <laughs> Get it? I think that... Um, I, I really believe that these tight ends are the real deal. I think three I think all three of these tight ends are professional prospects. And I think that um Tom Manning coming from the Colts where he was a tight ends coach under a good offensive mind, I think that's going to be a really massive part of the offense this year. I, I really and I think that Saner is the guy who nobody is talking about who who's probably going to surprise a lot of people. So there there were, you know, significant surprises last year when you look back and you go, well, you know, who kind of emerged? Purdy emerged. Um, Kolar emerged at the end of the year. If I had two candidates right now um, for that, it would be Dylan Saner um, at tight end. I think he's – I think he has a really big aspect. I think he's a massive part of the offense. And um, I'm going to go with Brees Hall, the freshman running back, based off of what I heard that youngster did to his teammates on Saturday at the scrimmage. I think I touched on this in one of the CF minutes earlier this week. It was like, you know, I don't want to overhype the young man. Again, kind of prove it to me type stuff. From what I hear, he's proving it every day in practice somebody earlier here in the facebook live chat asked me who i thought would get the first carry um uh chad did chad Lowe asked who would get the first carry for iowa state um probably a couple weeks ago i think i probably would have said sheldon crony or kenny nawangu because that's more campbell style you know to make them earn it that type of deal I think I would go Brees Hall now. I think he's I think he's going to be too good for them to keep out of the lineup from what I've been hearing. All right, Ryan, you wanted your Kool-Aid? There's your Kool-Aid. Um, okay, other other than that, the other thing I had on my list to talk about was the backup quarterback situation, which I think is a very real conversation to have. I think it's a healthy one to have. And I think um, you can go and read my column from earlier in the week, Monday Musings. I wrote about John Kohler, uh, Charlie Kohler's brother. I, I think it's fascinating. So not only does he come with very similar credentials to what Kyle Kemp did a couple of years ago, 
Uh, we're talking about a guy who has been in a Big 12 quarterback room for the past four years. Think about that. For the last four years, this guy has been studying Big 12 defenses and mimicking Big 12 quarterbacks. I don't know if this guy will ever take a snap at Iowa State, but I do know from my conversations with Brock Purdy, Tom Manning, John Kolar himself, he's going to be an influential cyclone on the roster this year. This guy's got future coach written all over him. And if the one thing we've learned about Matt Campbell, specifically at the quarterback situation over the last few years, he's always playing ahead. God forbid something would happen to Brock Purdy. I think Real Mitchell, I, I believe Joel Gordon when he says that Real Mitchell's the backup quarterback. I totally believe that. But I also know, and if you look at how he's recruiting right now as well, it makes sense that Matt Campbell will always be interested in playing two quarterbacks. I think he might do that this year. I know that they wanted to get Real Mitchell into the game more last year, and it never quite worked out. But I would just say that this this John Kolar, on or off the field, he's going to make an impact on this football team in 2019. Go read that column. I'm not going to bloviate on that too much more because certainly somebody's probably going to say that I'm trying to create a quarterback controversy or something like that. I'm most certainly not. Um, I want to thank Royal Flooring. They sponsor our Daily Minute here on Facebook Live every day. Not necessarily Facebook Live, but on Facebook. Uh, we appreciate that. Uh, Carl Chevrolet, Iowa Pork, the Iowa Pork Producers. And um, you're going to start hearing um, spots for the ISU Foundation coming up here later on in the week as well. But Stands and Fits are recording tonight. They probably won't be here on Facebook. But um, we're really working on this podcast network. We're using new technology. And if you're a Spotify person, a Stitcher person, um, we're, we're going to be um, spreading our wings I guess I should say it that way here over the next couple weeks. Uh, app update as well. That should be any day. It's the Android one literally any minute. And then the Apple one is in the hands of Apple. It's just getting approved. Everything is done. So you guys can um, check that out. Um, I, I will keep you updated as to when that is coming. It's frustrating. But if anybody's ever worked with Apple or anything like that before, that's just kind of the way it goes. So thanks to all you all for watching on Facebook today. Um, appreciate all of you. If you like this, let us know because we are, we're using a lot of that Patreon money to expand what we're doing on Facebook. I think we can get a broader audience and there's more females on Facebook. We're, we're trying to grow. You know, We're doing everything like that we can. Um, everything will still be on iTunes, all that. We're just trying to give people more of a opportunity to consume our content. So thank you for watching on Facebook. Thank you for listening on the Cyclone Fanatic Podcast Network. Stands and Fits coming up later this week, and bada boom. Uh, next week is the kickoff party. Season's almost here. Later. <laughs>